0: My name is Yehudi Fellman. We're proceeding with chapter 12 of Sefer Mishle. Um, In order to quite get this verse correctly, we have to establish what Musar means. In contemporary Hebrew, it means ethics. In biblical Hebrew, it means more like Reproof. In other words, it's a synonym for tochacha coming from the root liaser, which basically means to teach, but to teach in such a way that the message really gets through. Like a son who was recalcitrant, ben sorero mores, viyas ruoto, velo yishmaile hen. It could also be accompanied, as Mishle recommends many times, with a little bit of encouragement um, or discouragement. So he who is prepared to accept reproof is going to base loves knowledge. and he who is not prepared to accept it is a boor. Baar basically means a, a, an animal, a person who does not, you know does not uh, it's just another word for a boar. Tovyafik, the ish <laughs> Mizimot yashia. Yafik yeah, in Mishlei does not come from the root mafak, to go out, like it does in Aramaic. But it probably comes, according to Mosad Arafkuk, from the root puk, which means to find. And then it would be simply another way of saying yimsa. He who is good finds ratson, acceptance from Hashem. And he who is full of plots is a person who is going to end up getting punished, or essentially bring about. Suffering for others, and going from resha to resha, lo yikona dam resha v'sharesh sadikim ba'yimot. A person who basically tries to establish himself by doing evil will not succeed. Yikon like you know nachon kisacham eiz teva But the root of sadikim, the sharesh ba'yimot, like I just said, ba'. My wife Brenda pointed out to me that there are only a few things that Sefer Mishle describes with the word atara. One of them is grandchildren. One of them is chachma. One of them is seva, and a fourth one is eshet And I couldn't agree more. Rakav means rat and rakav is, the word ra applies primarily to wood, and Tragam Yonatan actually fills in the ellipsis, that means the assumed missing word there, Um, because to say ra in the bones would be like saying rust in the bones. In other words, you could say it, but most people would question using such a metaphor, so Yonatan tries to basically complete it. (laughs) Vachshavot zadikim mishpat in the Tanakh does not mean the same as what it got to mean later. Today we think machshava just means a thought. But in the time of Tanakh, mach shavah meant more like a plot, a, a plan, a blueprint. Okay, so the people who set up the Mishkan are Choshevay shavot In other words, it's got to be something elaborate. shavot Adamu Ma'alotav It can't be just you know a a, a, a fleeting thought, just like Tachbulot, which comes from the word chevel, Okay, also basically means like to rope in. So the, the, the wicked people are basically trying to rope people in with falsehoods and deceit. The righteous plan justice. Devray <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> here, again, doesn't simply mean a speech. It means when they talk to each other, what are they talking about? Planning to murder somebody. And who is going to save? Ya Lame could mean the Asharim themselves, or it could mean the mouth of the righteous saves the people who are the wicked are planning to murder. Either interpretation works. HaFoch V'Einam Sadikim This also has two possible interpretations. HaFoch, turn around, and UR'Sha'im Enam, like Yitamu Chata'im in but it's also possible to mean something like that the Rishayim think that they're going to be around for a long time, but actually, just in a split, Hashem destroys them, whereas the house of the Tzaddik stands and continues to stand. And of course, this is very similar to verse 3 about the Sharesh Tzaddikim Bal People are praised for the amount of sense and wisdom that they have. Seichel is more along the lines of real smarts, you know, not, shri- not street smarts. People are praised for their real smarts, for their intellectual achievements, okay, not for their, you know, street smarts where they can pull deals on each other, okay? A great scholar or scientist is going to get praise according to Michelet, but not somebody who writes a book like The Art of the Deal. The naive, and a crooked of heart, will be despised. Tov lo mi Better a person who people think is humble, but if you actually look at their situation, it turns out that that person has worked hard enough to earn having a servant in their home. So, whereas the mitkabeit, the person who shows off but really has nothing to eat. In other words, Mishle is going to use a great deal of time, this... A, a, a verse that starts with tov in the sense of what's better than something else. That's not the same as verse two when tov is used as a characteristic of a person. Here it means what's a better way for a person to be, okay? Like uh, Kohelet would say, tov, shame, mishem and tov, v'yom habavet, v'yom mi- or tov, you know, a person who goes to Beit eva and a person who goes to the Beit mishtap. Okay? Hachai Ten Alibo. Okay? Better to go Menachemovil than to go sit and eat at 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 feasts, okay? So here too, Tobniklev means appearances are not what count, realities are what count. Yo Deat Sadik Nefesh Behemto, Varachame Rishaim Achzari. Yo Deat does not mean the same as to know. It means more like to experience, okay? Like means he had no experience with Yosef. It does not mean that he didn't know who Yosef was, okay? But he personally had not experienced the great things that Yosef had done for the Egyptians, so he can act as a person who doesn't know. Okay, Elohim asher lo yido'um means had no experience with. So yeah that Tzaddik Nefesh here again is another word you have, we have to get straight. Nefesh in the Tanakh does not mean soul. Later on the word neshama which really means breath sort of got to mean soul. But nefesh in the Tanakh normally means just a person or you know a living being, and but nefesh also means the neck, the throat, or the appetite. Okay, the uh, in other words, yodah sadik know, nefesh b'mtov was when the the animal is hungry, then the sadik is aware of it and does not have to you know is a uh, makes sure to feed the animal like when atati. <laughs> Chazal say that means you're supposed to feed your animals before you feed yourself. <laughs> is even the mercies of a rasha our cruelties in terms of anyone else verse 10 verse 11 are addressing issues of farming and feeding and i just would like to go to that word nefesh again and make sure we have it you know means whatever you put into your mouth it's not going to fulfill your appetite when yonah says bohomai my nefesh he means the water's up to my neck Okay? So I understand that the word Nefesh's primary meaning has to do with the throat, the gullet, the neck, the appetite. Now, later it got to mean the whole person. It's sort of like a synecdoche or metonymy, like the White House is, said. The White House doesn't talk. It means the president said. Okay? Okay. Chamad Rasha, I mean, to me, Oved matot Yispa Lachem, <laughs> Umradef Rekim I think we have A add perfect- To be crazy, That means I'm full. Cool. I've had a nice, and nice. And so way, I'm overflowing. I can't take another thing. Please stop. Okay, now the, the the word is used in both senses in the Tanakh. When it says we achalta that means you're gonna be you have enough to eat. But when it's when Hashem says l'mo e'rovesiv chaychem um, savati that means I've had too much, okay? I want to throw it up already. Now, the ideal when the Tanakh is get to the point where you're satiated, you know, you, about life, it says, That means they've lived long enough that they're perfectly prepared to die. That was the characteristic of Avraham, of yishak of David. I wonder if people today could ever actually say they've had enough days of life that they'd be perfectly satisfied if they wake up the next morning and they wouldn't wake up. That's, that's something that is absolutely unheard of today, but the Tanakh thinks it's absolutely possible for people to feel that way. And people lived a lot short of them than they do today. The wicked are chasing after the catch of other wicked. In other words, there's no honor among thieves. But the but the shoresh, which is the word we used before, you know, in verse three, the 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 tzaddik can be depended upon to give up fruit. In other words, here you have another ellipsis where the word fruit is not actually written but understood now we're getting to the issues of what happens when people say the wrong things okay and you know the 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 problems that come from evil speech, something I mentioned last week in the, around yesterday in the Rehivot issue of, you know, watch what you say, think what you say before you say it, okay, don't be in a rush to talk before something comes out that basically you're going to be sorry you said or is going to do damage to other people. Okay, so the the the, the evil people, you know, end up being trapped by the sins of their evil speech, whereas the righteous man, because, again, this is understood, another ellipsis, okay? It's understood, what it means is the righteous man escapes terror because he controls what he wants to say and doesn't just say things without thinking about what the consequences might be. And then again we talk about the the the, the the fruit of the mouth of the tzaddik, which is what we started talking about a few verses back. Me pre p ish yispa tov. Notice how many of our words are being repeated. Yispa, okay. Pre p ish tov. Every one of these words we've already had in chapter 12. Not that chapter 12 represents any kind of a real unit, but with chapter 10, a real unit really did start, and that unit goes on to the end of chapter 13. So that's a genuine unit. That's a, uh, a sha in Mishlei. you know, broken off by a ptucha on both sides, a long line that comes to, you know, that the, the space c- comes and goes to the end of the line. Okay, so you know, here you have me prepeish batov. okay. What a person says brings about the satisfaction, the the feeling of doing the right thing, day, yashiv lo, or In other words, I think the kativ the is actually a bit better than the kri. I think the reason the Kriya is put in because the, if you say Yashuv it means it'll happen. If you say Yashuv, then Hashem is understood at the subject. As a practical matter, you know, the the understanding ends up being pretty much the same. Gumul, though, is a word in Tanakh we have to understand. The basic meaning of that word is to wean a child. Um, you know, vayigdal ha vayigamal. The, the the word is very close to the Hebrew gamar. Do you want? Gamul then is not payment but rather repayment, and describes what someone does in return for somebody else. Gamel, you know, tova tahara, something along that type of deal. The word actually isn't used that often in Tanakh, but in later Hebrew it got to mean gemila chasadim, as something that you do without um, repayment. And further than that, Hashem HaKadosh does gomel chasadim tovim, which almost sounds redundant, but I guess that basically refers to a superlative. But in Tanakh it usually means, if you do the right thing, you'll get repaid for it. Derech evil yashar be'enav v'shomea le'etza chacham. Avil is a, is a very common word in Mishle, referring to a person who's not just a fool, that would be more like Casile, but rather a person who is willfully a fool. Now as distinguished from a person with retarded intelligence, Avil is a person who basically has got some intelligence but essentially often simply does not want to do the right thing, and this verse gets the point across very well. It's not that he's stupid, is that he always thinks that whatever he does is the right thing. Okay? Does that remind you of anyone who is, did whatever was Yashrabi enough? Let me give us a few Tanakh reminders. Okay? Shimshon says to his parents when they criticize him for choosing a Philistine woman, Kachliotaki Enai. And the Mishnah says, Shimshon halach achar enav lefichach Nikru plishtim et enav. Sefer Shoftim goes on to say, Bayamim haheim ein melech b'Yisrael ish hayashah enav Yasat to bracket both the story of Pesel Michal and Pilegesh v'givah. Okay, so, it, but a person who's prepared to listen to counsel, a wise person is prepared to listen to counsel. Read as if it said chacham shomea le'etza. But another thing about evil Avil, bayom so, yivadah kalon arum. Here you have avil versus arum. In Mishlei, the word arum is a positive quality, not a negative one as it is elsewhere in Tanakh. Elsewhere in Tanakh, the word usually means cunning in a negative way, sleaze. In Mishle, it's one of the things that the Chacham is trying to teach, and so states right at the beginning of the book. In other words, Arma is a sophisticated form of Chachma. So the Arum is the person who knows how to cover up their shame. And when something happens, you know, or something negative is going on, they don't go around broadcasting it. Whereas the evil immediately go; everyone knows this right off the bat when the evil is not getting things the way he wants them, and that's or she wants them, and that goes right with the verse before. Yafiyach emuna, yagid sedek ve'ech karim mirma. Yafiyach has been proven to be a Ugaritic synonym for aid. So when it says Eid Yafiyach Hamas, it doesn't come from the root Nafoach, it's just the cognate for the word witness. So a person who's a, 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 you know, who's a true witness says tzedek, which is the straight thing, and the false witness is basically always trying to deceive. Again with evil speech, yesh Boteh. Now here the hey is kemat kero ker chere chachamim marpeh. The hey in Boteh is equivalent to an aleph. In other words, levate time. In Sefer Mishle, especially at the end of a word, hey and aleph can often be interchanged. Something like in perechaf gimel of Sefer Devarim, Petzua daka in some Sifre Torah is written with a he, and in others it's written with an aleph, without the slightest change of meaning. But you have to be aware of the fact that at the end of a word, the root he, sometimes the word letter he, is should be understood as if it's there was an aleph. And kamatkerot Kherev basically means like 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 nails or like swords. Dakar today, in Dekar in Hebrew today means a flat tire, okay? I know some people say that a flat tire is say rucho yashuv liad but Dekar is the contemporary Hebrew word for it, taken straight out of this verse. In other words, makes a hole in you. Okay, so are some people who speak like if they want to make holes in the people who they're speaking to, but the wise speak in such a way that they want to heal whatever holes the evil made or whatever hard feelings other people might have. And now comes the word that the Gur Hasidim must love, the verse, sefat emet the la'ad gia, la l'shon sheker. Here it just means that the speech that is true will last forever, will be established forever, abides forever, but argia, in some places in the Tanakh means to calm down. But in some places in the Tanakh it just means from the other Roman numeral two of regga, which means a moment. Here is the second a moment, in other words, Lashon sheka uh, uh, lasts for just a moment while safat emet tikon on. Now, here's an example of what are called homonyms. There are roots in the Tanakh that have what are called Roman numeral 1 and Roman numeral 2. There's no real connection between them. Just like bear, meaning to carry, has nothing to do with bear, the animal, you know, that uh, people meet sometimes in their backyards. Moshel, meaning a proverb, from say from Mishle, is nowhere related from Moshel, meaning to govern, okay? You can, you know, people try to make connections, but most lexicographers are prepared to accept that there's Roman numeral one, Roman numeral two, and with some there's even Roman numeral three, with some roots. So here... We'll go to the next Mirma Balev Ulio Se Shalom Sincha. are the people who try to get others stuck in the thicket of wickedness. In other words, again it means plotters. Choresh could be a thicket. It has nothing to do with the Hecherishia Akovar Bawam, which means to say silent. Here's another example of Roman numeral one, Roman numeral two. They both are Cheresh Shin, but they have two different meanings. On the other hand, people who plan good things, you know, Shalom would actually mean fulfilled things. Things that are going for peace, those people bring joy into the world. Pastor Khafalev, Lo you unelat zadik ko oven urushaim malura. Lo you means would not happen, like uh, And Oven does not just mean the sin, it means the consequences of sin, the punishment for sin. And Malura is the same. The punishment for Resha is Ra. May Reshaimye say Resha, the same idea, the wicked are going to have misfortune. Tovat Hashem Siftei sheker that's the opposite of Sufata I met before. Vaosei Emunah Ritzonel. Tovat Hashem, Ritzon Hashem is exactly the same type of setup as we had in chapter 11, verse 1. What Hashem does not want, really does not want, and what Hashem wants. Not so much wants, accepts, pleases Him. So, the wise person knows enough to cover what they have to say, to conceal what they know. Even if they have knowledge of something that would rather better not be said, they will have control of themselves. And, whereas the kaseel is immediately Anxious to, to cry out their evil. Now, if you'll remember, referred to the person, evil means the type of thing that person does. Okay? Evil means, you know, bad intentions, you know, folly, that type of thing. Okay? Yad charut sim tim is a common word in Mishleh for a person who works hard. Remiyah in in in, in Mishlei is an adjective to describe the person who does not want to work hard. It's another way of saying at sale. In other words, the lazy, the lazy person is essentially fooling themselves or fooling their employer. And the person who works hard will end up ruling and will wield authority, whereas the person who basically does, you know, does not want to do the work, is going to end up subjugated to others. The word mas does not mean in the Tanakh tax like it does in modern Hebrew. In the Tanakh it means more like slave labor. Worries... Make a person's hat fall down. That's what Shacha means, goes down to the ground. Whereas good news is what always is going to pick people up. (laughs) Most of the Rav Cook. Understands yater here to me from the root, not yater meaning more, but rather from latur to scout out. In other words, the tzaddik scouts out the right direction, whereas the Russia always tries to go in the wrong direction and lead people astray. Lo yacharoch vahon adam yakar You know again. The person who basically is not prepared to do the work is never going to have, you know, game to roast. Whereas a person who works hard, okay, Adam Charuts. again, we have to turn the words around like Rashi says, Adam Charuts ends up with hon yakar. A person who works hard ends up with a great deal of wealth. This is the only synonymous parallelism in this particular parak. And what it means is that um, the righteous path leads to life, and the same path, which is the right path, le- leads to prevention of death. like would not to be not to, not to die. Shalom till chapter thirteen.